writers disagree with the argument that carnival evolved from ancient celebrations. The said writers pointed out that with the exclusion of Purim, the last of these ancient festivals disappeared about 500 years before 965 AD, when the first mention of European carnival celebrations appear in a historical document. This fact led the said group of researchers to conclude that although carnival shares some customs with ancient festivals, medieval Europeans invented the observance on their own as a means of letting off steam before beginning the hardships of Lent as a way of life. In view of the aforesaid, I was motivated intellectually to demystify culture since this process makes it much easier to understand and see that carnival has a larger footprint, which is a part of culture. In context, the decisions made by Catholic Europeans to set up colonies participated in the slave trade and undoubtedly caused carnival to thrive has become a way of life globally. The more I pull back the historical lens, it is evident that throughout history, all culture emerged out of customs and traditions learnt, shared and transmitted from one generation to another. During its voluntary process, much emphasis has been put on sharpening human intellect. It is reported that global citizens socialize children in school for years to build intellect. We are taught that human intellect has been applied to the natural world to create science, law, industry, and even civilization. There's a perception that very little emphasis, at least culturally, has been placed on developing or awareness. There's also discernment that our awareness is incredibly powerful. Another espoused belief that it's powerful enough, in fact, to be used to heal our broken world. All things being equal, this brings into the conversation the fact that in an ordinary life, the human brain developed two valuable tactics. 
in pursuit of our survival. Awareness and intellect and belief follows evidence. Therefore, it is logical to assume that in an extraordinary life, evidence follows belief. Having analyzed the previously mentioned, I have decided to execute a close-up in my field of view to determine culture demystified. This includes what can global citizens do to make the draft better? What should global citizens cut out to make it stronger? What do global citizens need to do to clarify it? And finally, what should global citizens reposition? Festivals and culture are not antithesis, but have been a constant source of economic vitality and demographic dynamism throughout the global diaspora's history. The stark reality is, carnivals practitioners are taxpayers, entrepreneurs, job creators, and consumers who are global citizens. We have noticed that there was a paradigm shift from the perspective that the greatest motivation that carnivals devolved from ancient celebrations to a larger footprint. Overall, global citizens and tourism are increasingly complicit in the festival processes of reinvention and in forming new patterns of social existence. And this is one of the reasons why they love revising, since it aims instead at demystifying history and reflecting broader feelings about a way of life that characterizes culture demystified as a cultural conversation. In context, what is very noticeable, festivals and tourism are inextricably linked. Metaphorically, all global citizens are conduits whereby culture flow. They are indeed complicit directly and indirectly. Finally, Carnival is a defining milestone that occupies space on the global social calendar. Therefore, culture demystified is a cultural conversation.